For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, Naylor Taliaferro, LCR. And today, today on today's episode, we have a special guest, a little more near and dear to my heart. You know, every guest is special. Every guest is is a great guest. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of things about our guests. For one, I have the product that this guest sells, as well as... There's a lot of history with social media, watching YouTube and being a part of the community. So there's a lot of history there that we're going to go down that rabbit hole for you folks. So today we have none other than Wyatt with the inventor of Ramp Rack. How's it going, Wyatt? Good, Naylor. Thanks for having having me on the podcast. Excited for it. So yeah, I appreciate it. You know, I've been really trying to get you um on on the podcast. You know, whenever I can, I've come up to Maryland a couple of times, and you know. Everyone's kind of a little bit spread out, but still close enough together that we can kind of make it make a good trip out of it. And I know you've been busy. I've been busy. And I, I like in-person, you know, interviews a little bit better. There's a little more energy there. And, as, and the, the uh, audio sound quality sounds consistent versus someone on the phone. But you can't always do that, obviously. But I'm glad we were able because at some point I was like, we could just call. You can call or whatever. But yeah. I'm glad we got it in person. So we've that definitely we can, been trying to link up for a while. So yeah, glad we finally got the in person opportunity for, yep. for sure, for sure. So and, and I'm glad as well. So for those of you that have no idea who or what I'm talking about, if you haven't followed me on social media, there's a product called the Ramp Rack that I used in my business and continue to use. But I mean, like we're going into the spring season now, so I haven't been using it to mow lawns because we haven't been mowing lawns. But the whole last mowing season, I used it, and it's basically uh, well, actually, I'll, I'll let Wyatt explain it. But I've been using it; it's a great product. I'm going to continue to use it. I want to get another one when I get a, a, another truck, and so on. I've talked about it all over social media, made YouTube videos, talked about it on Instagram. Um, showed videos and posts on Instagram, and they also sponsor. Uh, they're sponsoring this episode today, so so thank you. Wyatt. Yeah, I definitely it. happy to do it. Yeah, we're so smaller, tell us about it. Yeah, we're a smaller company, and um, like we've been talking about, uh, we actually have a lawn care company as well. So that's that's what you know got us thinking about the uh, the idea. So uh, the ramp rack is a pickup insert. Um, it touches your truck in five spots: the four stake pockets, and then the two inch receiver hitch. So it allows you to, um, it has a built-in dovetail ramp. So it allows you to load your mowers um, without having to pull a trailer, um, not having to worry about the employees, you know, backing up uh, and jackknifing the trailer, backing up on a busy, dangerous road. Uh, there's just, there's, there's a handful of benefits that, that lawn care owners know about. Um, so uh, really what got us started, we, we started our lawn care business part-time, it was 2013, 2014, and uh, we, our trucks were always breaking down. So we were having these trailer issues um, and employee issues and everything else, um, but we, we really wanted to have everything on one, one rig. And uh, we were looking at these, these flatbed setups, but we were going to sink between ten dollars and $15,000 into a truck. And it's like, we don't know if the engine's going to go out, the transmission's going to go out soon. And so we wanted something that could be a little bit more portable. So that's where we came up with the idea uh, of the ramp rack. And we had uh, originally, we had, had built the unit um, actually on, on our concrete. We didn't even have a shop at the time. We were working out of our garage. And so we built the first, um, our first unit out on the, uh, the concrete. And uh, it was just set up specifically for Ford trucks. So we could take it out of a, of a Ford F-250 and put it in another Ford F-250. Um, and it was all one piece. And uh, 
We were really excited to use it. It helped our business a lot. Um, this was back in like 2016, 2017 when we, when we decided to do that. And, uh, I actually still had a full-time job, uh, during that time and separate from lawn care, separate from lawn care. Yeah. So, um, had, had two employees at that time and actually one of them is still, still with me, which is awesome. Wow. That is awesome. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, what, what we did, um, I had a full-time job and then spring of, uh, 2018, I actually quit my full-time job, went into lawn care full-time and it was great. You know, that summer we were, we were really busy. Um, and then it was kind of winding down in the fall and, um, we knew that we would, you know, me and my wife, we had enough money saved up where we, you know, we weren't going to like go into bankruptcy or foreclosure or right. anything like that. But, um, we were like, how can we keep our guys busy this winter? And, and stay busy doing something that we're passionate about. Um, and we had tried firewood the year before, and that was kind of a disaster. Um, just because of our setup, we didn't really have the room for it uh, or the, the supplies and stuff like that. So right. um, we're like, well, let's see. You know, everybody always talks about our ramp, how they really like it. They haven't seen anything like it. We, we said, uh, let's see what we can do to try to sell some. And this was right before GIE 2018. And, uh, we're like, wow, that might be a good opportunity to try to go there. If we can get some sales, it'll keep us busy over the winter. And so, um, I actually called up, uh, uh, I got in touch with somebody that had a YouTube channel and they put me in touch with somebody else that, uh, that had a YouTube channel. And it, it kind of, at that time, we actually didn't have an Instagram or anything. <laughs> you weren't so, even really on social media. So, yeah. We weren't on social media for, for the ramp rack at right. all. We had a, a Facebook lawn care page, I think, but, um, that was about it. And, uh, we talked to, uh, this YouTuber and he's like, you have to, uh, you have to make an Instagram right now. I'm going to tag you in a video. <laughs> We're like, Oh, great. And okay. Blow up. So, yeah, yeah. So, and then, um, so after like, I think it was like a day or maybe two days, we had like 2000 or more, you know, hits and views on this video and people were interested in it. And, uh, that was before the actual GI. I think that was in like September. Mm-hmm. GI is always like the second or third yeah. of October. Yeah. And so, we're like, wow, this could be, this could be something. So we like started putting a little bit more effort into like, you know, uh, we built a website and we tried to get some like back end stuff, um, squared away. We started plans. We're like, well, what if we do sell these? What are we, how are we going to make them? Right. So we started plans for, for this building and everything. And, um, basically we, we put, um, it wasn't, a, you know, a lot of money at the, you know, it was a lot of money at the time. It wasn't a lot of money. Um, in general, but we, uh, we pretty much, you know, poured everything we, we could into going out to GIE mm-hmm. and, um, you know, for the hotel room and everything like that, we actually yeah. didn't, uh, have a, have an exhibit, um, which that was our, our goal, but we had checked, checked with them. And I think space was running low for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and for two, it was going to be like, you know, $10,000 or something to, yeah. to get set up. Yeah. The space isn't very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, well, we still like to go. We're going to try to meet up with some people out there. And then, um, ironically, we ended up parking where they do the, uh, where the they do up. the YouTube meetup yeah. every year. Yeah. And so that grabbed some attention, which was pretty cool. And, um, and so, we, you know, we, we kind of hit the ground running with that and, uh, we got some orders that first year, which was great. Um, and, uh, that next spring came around and we're still trying to juggle the lawn care business and, you know, people are ordering ramp racks. We're trying to figure out how to do that the best way we can. And we, we started working with a local manufacturer. Um, but then we realized before we were shipping the units out to customers, we would check over everything. Mm-hmm. And we realized before we were shipping stuff out that the quality just wasn't there. So um, we realized that we had to change something. We were going to you know, try to actually manufacture it ourselves. That winter, we actually pretty much spent most of the time um, building the shop. Um, we didn't get a whole lot of, uh, down, you know, whole lot of time to put in to invest in, in um and actually manufacturing the product ourselves. Right. And so, um, it, it turned out really, really, you know, really interesting because, um, we were having these manufacturing issues and we were talking with some larger companies and stuff. And then a mutual friend actually introduced me to Luke, uh, Luke Wasey, who, uh, who's with us here today. And, uh, so he's, he's my business partner and, uh, I guess co-inventor you could say. 
of, of the, the latest version of the ramp rack. And, um, so we got together and, um, I was, I was pretty blown away with a lot of, uh, the manufacturing processes that he had. And, um, and so we got together and that's where we, uh, we did a, a redesign of the unit before GIE 2019. Um, so we went back to GIE 2019, um, as an exhibitor and we even gained more traffic. You know, we thought, um, we didn't realize how big the show actually was. Yeah. Um, being in there, that's yeah. pretty, I mean, you don't even need to, I mean, social media obviously is huge, but like being in there now you get all the foot traffic of all the people that aren't even on social media or not at that capacity. And they're just like, what is this? And they just exactly. come by and yeah. So it's, it's huge for sure. De- depending on what you got going on in there, it could be, it could be a, a big, a big uh, step for you. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, knowing what we know now, we would have probably tried to scrape up the money, you know, tw- in 2018 time, to do yeah. it the first time, but um but no, it was, it was great. And then of course, last year, it, uh, it got, you know, postponed, uh, because of COVID. But, right. Um, so yeah. But you had uh, planned, you had planned to, you were planning to come yes, back, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're planning to go back and, um, and continue to exhibit there. Um, it's been, a, it's been a great, you know, show for us and everything. Um, and our goal with the ramp rack, um, you know, we have a couple other, you know, smaller, um, accessories and stuff that we sell for the trimmer, trimmer racks and the quick disconnect. Um, and then we have a version for flatbed trucks. Now, um, we're going to have another product coming out pretty soon, but, um, our goal, um, isn't just to be like a one product company. We really like, um, trying to innovate and, uh, create, uh, solutions for, for people to become more efficient in their business, um, and, and solve some of the problems that, that people have. So, that's uh that's where the ramp rack's qu- kind of nice because you know somebody that's just starting out if they have an old beat up uh F150 you know that's rusted out they're kind of embarrassed to be seen in it they can throw a ramp rack on it um and then you know one two or even 3 years later um they're they're getting a better truck they're upgrading um maybe they only have one mower at the time but then they upgrade to a, a heavier duty truck and they can haul two mowers they can take the ramp rack off and, you know, and, and fit it, you know, on, on their new truck, right. um, it, since it fits any, you know, 15 yeah. to 3,500 pickup long or short bed. Right. So, um, and the other thing is kind of interesting. It works for big companies too, mm-hmm. because a lot of companies, you know, are using the, uh, the Isuzu snub yeah, nose trucks, overs, cab overs, that, yeah. and they're really great. And they ha- definitely have their purpose. Um, and like we saw, we have one, yeah. you know, um, What's nice about the the ramp rack is if these companies are trying to, you know, sell off and get new trucks every three, four, five years, um, they can do that and they're going to have a bigger market when they go to resell their pickups. Um, You know, I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory, but if somebody has a snub nose truck and they run it until it's wore out, you know, the market for that is going to be somewhat, you know, slim, whereas a pickup truck, everybody wants a pickup truck. So, right. And not only that, some local guys in my area that have pretty sizable, um, you know, uh, crews and setup that their interest in the ramp rack is because you think, man, these big companies are just going to get, you know, the same old traditional, you know, flatbeds and all that kind of stuff. But they, they're intrigued. And one of them wanted to meet for lunch and check out my ramp rack back when I had first gotten it and started putting it on social media, because to him, you know, they have pickup trucks that they can do more things with, like put a plow on and plow. You're not going to necessarily do that on a cab over. You're not going to start plow, pushing a plow around with those things. Right. I mean, I guess technically you could, but who's really doing that? You right. know, that's right. just not really what it's meant for. So yeah. it almost becomes super one dimensional, that truck, you know I mean? Yeah. You can use it for landscaping and lawn maintenance, but I mean, you're really not using it over the winter a whole lot or at all, depending on where you're, where you are in the, in the, in the country, you know, climate wise. So, I mean, mm-hmm. a pickup truck, you can just do just about anything with that thing. You know what I mean? So, sure. uh, like, so you can put a plow on it and you can still use it. You can take the ramp off and put the tailgate on and put a spreader on there and you know, what, whatever you can, there's so many different configurations because of the fact that, like you said, you know, it fits any size bed, you know, it shrinks and expands. Um, you know, you have the detach system, quick detach, mm-hmm. you can take the actual ramp part off, but the rails and everything are still on there. So it's still, got the bones of the setup so you can just quickly re- reconnect it when you need to. So I think versatility is what I try to reinforce to anyone that ever asks me about it. And 
what I've kind of tried to push you to to talk about or focus on, maybe even on your website and things like that, just mm-hmm. to really talk about the versatility and how y- you're not handcuffed to one truck. So like you said, if your pickup truck breaks down or you got to replace it or sell it or whatever, upgrade, you just take that ramp rack off and put it on another truck, you know? So like, for example, right. if I were to get another truck, if I were to get another truck like tomorrow, you know, then I would probably just take uh, the current rack setup mm-hmm. that I have now, which doesn't have the ramp on it. I would just take those out and just yep. put them on the new truck, hook the ramp back up, put all the all the trimmer and blower racks back on there. We're good to go and keep my truck mate and all that stuff hooked mm-hmm. up to my current truck, you know, because it, it'd be yep. super easy. So, or, or vice versa, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the point is it's very versatile. You have a lot of options and I'm all, always been a big fan of options and getting the most out of any unit that I have, whether it's a mower, a truck, you know, whatever it is, I try to find as many uses as much year round uses. I hate when stuff mm-hmm. are just sitting around for months at a time. And it's like, man, you know, you could be making money with this or making your life a little bit easier or whatever the deal is, right. if you, if you can figure it out. So that's what I really like about the ramp rack the most, how versatile it is without having to spend 40 to 50,000 for a dedicated, you know, Isuzu NPR or something like that. Right. Exactly. And and our motto obviously is stop pulling a trailer, but like we talked about, I mean, there's, you know, you can, there's, you know, going to be times where a trailer is going to be more versatile. You right. know what I mean? Or, yeah, I still you know, have my trailer exactly. for landscape or, type jobs. You know, dump trailers are really handy, um, you know, for landscaping projects mm-hmm. and you can haul equipment with them. Um, and we have a 26-foot a, a trailer that we use to to haul, you know, our mowers for the large crew. So, um, it's, you know, for the large acreage crew, yes. you just can't get yeah, yeah. 72 inch mowers in a truck bed. That's just not possible. So exactly. You know, yep. so it, it, it's kind of a niche market, but it's not as niche as some people think because mm-hmm. it, it, it's basically for any residential maintenance companies. Like mm-hmm. I'm loaded with HOAs, homeowner associations. That's like my number one client. I try mm-hmm. to stay away from anything else. It helps with route density. It helps with so many things, word of mouth. I mean, we just go in these neighborhoods and just crush it. And the ramp rack is perfect for that. And there's tons of guys in the same neighborhood as me pulling these massive trucks and trailers. They got a dump truck with a massive trailer and it's like they can barely even navigate through these neighborhoods. It's like, right. why go through all that? You spend more time and gas just trying to get in and out of these neighborhoods and like, oh man, the ramp rack, it just completely changes the whole game on that. I can park anywhere, whip around anywhere. I mean, it's just like, you don't even have to think about where to park anymore. It's, you know, you don't have to worry about how am I going to back out of this situation? Sure. You know, like all this, I've had to back down streets so many times. It's so frustrating when I was sure. having, have my trailer. And now it's just like you whip around. Go seems ahead. Like, yeah. It seems like with COVID too, it's almost compounded the issues. Cause we, uh, we cut a lot of like townhouses and like you said, like neighborhood uh, size yards and with everybody being home and working from home, I think a lot of people are getting back, you know, back out um, to their workplaces now, but a lot of people are still working from home. So, you know, the parking, whether it's in these, these townhouse communities or Absolutely. whether it's in these neighborhoods, like their driveways are full. You can't pull in their driveway anymore. And yeah. So instead of, you know, blocking the neighbor's driveway and, and having yeah. them, you know, notice you because of that, you know, they, right. they notice the setup, you know, and, and, uh, it's a hundred percent. It was, a, that, yeah. that, that's a good point because I noticed that I was like, man, I'm so glad that I have the ramp rack because, you know, there's just cars everywhere. So it's definitely increased the amount of, uh, or the, the, the it's decreased the amount of spaces I should say for you to park and maneuver yep. and whatnot. So, uh, but it, it, it's definitely, uh, been a game changer for me. And, and, uh, there, there's, it, the, 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 it's endless, the amount of uses and times where you're like, Oh man, this is, this is so useful. This is so uh, beneficial to have this versus pulling a trailer or whatever. But the other point that I wanted to make too, that I'm not sure any, everyone thinks about, but one of the things about stop pulling a trailer is, when you have employees, that brings a whole new level because it's so much easier to get any guy, you know, any guy that might, because some guys might be really good at leading a crew, but they're not necessarily an expert trailer puller and backer upper and all that, if that's even a word, but you know, that you have to find uh, good people. And sometimes it's hard to find the hundred percent all around good person. They might be good, like I said, good leader, but you know, whatever, they might be really good at pulling a trailer, but they might not. And some people mix and match, right? They've got to, 
their crew leader's not not driving the truck. Yep. You know, I got I got a driver, he can drive, whatever. But you know, with the ramp rack, you can just have anyone just drive a truck. You don't need a CDL, you don't need to know how to pull a trailer. And I know it's a shame people like cringing, like, oh my gosh, who doesn't know how to back up a trailer nowadays? Like this is a yep. whole new world, a whole new generation. It is not a requirement right. anymore to lo- learn how to pull a trailer and back a trailer up. Yeah. And even um you know, if if people are familiar with with handling a trailer, uh, there's still going to be situations where it's dangerous. Like if it's a, a busy road that you have to pull into, you're kind of blind going out. You have to watch, have somebody jump out and watch the traffic, right? Um, or you know, you don't want to pull up and turn around the, in the client's yard that you just that you just right. finished, right? right? That would be pretty bad, right? So there's there's definitely still times um, where you can, uh, you know, where you can see the benefits, even if somebody's familiar with pulling a trailer. I mean. Depending on the the size of pickup that people are putting the ramp rack in, um, it, it may eliminate you know like DOT requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, you know the national um, requirement is is ten thousand pounds or more. So mm-hmm. if you exceed that ten thousand pounds, whether it's with just a little ten foot trailer or you know any anything that you add to to a ten thousand pound F two fifty, will increase the gross vehicle weight rating. So. If you can eliminate that, um, then you know it keeps you under that requirement, so you don't have to have your drivers go get their medical card renewed and deal with all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, and I wanted to also touch upon real quick. Uh, I know you were talking about kind of like a new improved version of the ramp rack, which is what I have now. Can you just kind of def- kind of people that have no idea what you're talking about? Yeah. There's kind of like two main versions, I guess. There's like the 1.0 version that yeah. you brought to the first GIE and then the new improved 2.0 maybe yep. uh, version, we'll call it, that you brought to the most recent GIE in 2019. And that's what I have on my truck as well. And that's what you're basically filling your warehouse with now that we yep. saw um, at the ramp rack compound here, right. <laughs> uh, which is a great setup and great route density. Everything's all surrounding. I mean, you, right. you get, you've got your property for your lawn care business. And obviously you were using that a lot at first yep. uh, for the ramp rack, but you've been able to branch out and obviously partner um, with some great resources. Uh, and, and just tell us a little bit more about that evolution, what the, the two differences are. Yeah. So um, a lot of people uh, see the original YouTube videos that we had um, where it, I mean, looking back on it, I mean, it served its purpose, but looking back on it, it looks kind of like archaic and it, I kind of cringe when I look back at that. I was like, Oh, why did I, why did I show everybody how, how, uh, like rudimentary it was, you know what I mean? But that's where the idea started. And, um, so it was, it was just prior to GIE 2019 is when we really, really redefined it. And that, that winter of 2019, um, re- redefined everything and just w- went back through any improvements that we could make, like the way the, the ramp closes now, mm. um, you're, it's, you know, um, you, you just lift it and it, it latches by itself versus right. having to go to each side, trying to deal with the latch. Yeah. That's a great feature, right? There, and right. so, um, we, we went, you know, and then some of our uh, early clients were having issues with the, the mowers catching, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Depending on the incline their truck was parked at, and what kind of mower they had. If, the tail was like angled, like yeah, a sharp so was, angle. The dovetail was made up of like two flat angles right. um, versus a curve like it is now. Um, right. And that's one of the, the things that is in our, um, you know, in our patent, um, in our patent language is that curved dovetail. Um, I, I, we haven't been able to find that anywhere else. You know what I mean? So, so you have to make it, right? Well, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but we, we just haven't seen, um, you know, people, it, the dovetails have always been curved. It seemed like for, for, you know, decades. Right. So, <laughs> right. Right. But, um, but yeah, what's nice about it is it allows the mowers to, uh, you know, gradually load onto the truck without having to, you know, scratch, uh, you know, where the blades, where the blades are, even if, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That the, those are definitely, and the, the quick detach, that wasn't always a thing, right? to be able to take the ramp yeah. off, wasn't it? Like Blake was saying, Blake with B&B Lawn Care, yeah. friend of the show, um, he, he he had one of the original versions and he was yep. like breaking every aspect of it down when he right. saw it, you know, not too long ago and made a video and he was just so impressed by all the improvements. And wasn't it kind of like one piece or it took a little more work yeah. to take it apart or something? Like- yeah, definitely. That was one thing. Um, again, like the early clients, we can't be more thankful uh, to them because they, they really helped us, uh, improve it. And, um, it, it really helped, you know, the product evolve, but yeah. the quick di- disconnect is nice. Um, 
and we didn't want to make it a standard feature just because it would just add to the cost. Right. And for a lot of people, they leave it on year round um, or only take it off once or twice. So um, we wanted to try to keep, you know, the value as high as possible. Um, but what's nice about the quick disconnect, if somebody is, you know, if it's their daily driver, they're taking it off on the weekends or they're pulling a dump trailer a couple of days a week, it makes it really easy for one person to, to disconnect and then reconnect uh, the dovetail as they need to, to pull a trailer or, uh, you know, things like that. So a lot of times uh, people that are doing landscaping, whether it's, you know, uh, concrete, block for retaining walls or sod it's it's pretty convenient to just disconnect the dovetail load the uh load the stuff up and then um sometimes we've even you know for a sod project we've even connected the ramp back on and then used a wheelbarrow you know what i mean to unload the truck so yeah um definitely makes it definitely makes it definitely makes it nice so Awesome. Well, it's time to take a quick break for our sponsor today, the Ramp Rack. So you guys are going to listen to that uh, that good sponsor, and then we're going to continue this conversation and potentially get somebody else on the podcast to share his perspective. Yeah, definitely. All right. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The ramp and dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the ramp rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. This week's five-star rating review titled Great Interviews comes with Almond Landscape, a good friend of mine, Caleb Almond, a friend of the show. He writes great topics and great interviews, explanation point. Very short and sweet. I appreciate it, Caleb. Thank you for taking the time to leave this rating review. And also go ahead and check out Caleb's new podcast, The Kid Contractor. A lot of great stuff on there. And as always, I will read a new rating review every week. So if you haven't already, go ahead over on iTunes and leave your five-star rating review. This is the LCR Media Podcast. Once again, here's your host, Naylor Taliaferro. All right, well, we're back and we have a special guest that we were able to uh, sneak in here. Why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, uh, my, my name is uh, Luke Weishi and uh, I have the... Uh, pleasure of working with uh, Wyatt Farmer and and uh, we have uh, uh, been working uh, together to refine the the ramp rack and get it launched into production uh, to uh, keep up with uh, lots of orders and this year uh, 2021 has really been uh, shaping up to be a, a great year so far we're already breaking lots of records <laughs> and uh, so it's really it's really great to see this unfold and and bring value to landscapers so I come from this uh, more from a, a, I guess, a design and and uh, manufacturing uh, background. Um, uh, basically, that's that's what I've been doing for um, all of my, um, I guess, working career. Yeah. Uh, so um, w- when Wyatt and I uh, met, he 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 invented this thing, and uh, the the uh, the thing being the ramp rack, right? And uh, so. And he was doing it all himself, trying to like, how am I going to get this? How am I going to make yeah. this work if this blows up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so we so we met up um, in in tw- in 2019. I think it was uh, around September 2019. And uh, the funny thing is, we actually are we actually live fairly close to each other as well, and our businesses are are close to each other. So yeah. that that really helped. Um, but anyway, we kind of redesigned this thing in. Uh, more or less an afternoon, and then uh, we, uh, we when we, when good minds come together, right? It's, yeah, magic happens. Yeah, he's like, I, I got, I'm trying to go to the GIE show, and I, you know, I need to, I need to get this, get this thing done. So I'm like, okay, I guess we better, guess we better blitz this. Yeah. 
So we did sort of a design blitz on it. Um, added uh, we we uh, as he mentioned it it had uh, two surfaces for the dovetail, which is uh, a common dovetail design. Right. So we're looking at each other and we're like, could we make that into a curve? And we're like, yeah, we maybe we could, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know that really uh, kind of adds to the uniqueness of the unit. Um, it actually adds to the strength of it as well. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's kind of like an airplane wing almost. Ah. It has built in. Anytime you curve a piece of metal, it adds extra rigidity and structure to huh. it. So that's good to know. Yeah. So it it, it adds strength. Uh, looks better. You know, looks nice. I was going to say it adds an, a unique look to it. Yeah, it makes it makes it makes it unique, um, and also really helps with with the uh, you know the 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 function of it. So you're not catching your uh, blade bolts when you drive up and down it, right? Which interestingly, that's a that's a problem you'll have with trailers too. You know, so correct. Uh, yeah, a lot of guys have to get like they have to fix those parts up there where the where the ramp and the and the trailer meet. You know, they get put some extra reinforcements there and replace things. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of guys just naturally forget to raise it. That I mean, let's just be honest. Let's just put it all out there. You would never catch a ball on anything if you had your deck in transport mode. Let's just put it all out there. Yeah. But again, like some other um, intelligent manufacturers have said to me recently, also in Maryland, you got to make it for everybody. You can't just expect that everyone's going to do the right thing. They're going to forget. They're going to not care. They're going to make a met whatever. You know, you got to make sure that it's as bulletproof as you can make it. So it'll hopefully withstand just about any user that's going to use it so but yeah so if you lower the deck it's really hard to scrape the the curved uh part now i mean you really got to be on like scalp mode for that bad boy yeah for sure <laughs> the other the other feature that wyatt touched on that's uh kind of a nice adder is the uh the the latches on the uh ramp they automatically reset yeah so, so i love that part if you you know if you're if you're throwing the the ramp up uh, these things automatically reset so that you don't, uh, you know, accidentally forget to drop a pin right in the uh, in the latch. So yeah. we felt like that was a real, you know, real safety factor. And and you know, uh, let's face it, we all we all forget once in a while to to right. uh, latch latch a pin. And uh, you know, especially if you have employees out there on the road, I th- I think it gives you an additional peace of mind. Yeah, to know that those those pins are latching. It saves uh, time too, because you know, one person just throws up, boom, you're done. You move on. You don't have to be like, Oh, did you get the other one? Or, you know what I mean? Like it's just, and sometimes they get a little stuck or yeah. it's, it's just like any trailer, like any, yeah. basically I'm sure you guys just used that. You were using why like the, uh, the aluminum, I mean, uh, the, uh, the traditional open trailer format of putting those pins in there. So you guys were able to kind of redesign that and come up with something yeah. totally unique, yeah. which is, is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and so, you know, we, we're, we've, we've all seen those, uh, like you're saying, those little, those little El Cheapo trailers that have these, uh, <laughs> right. these pins that are super annoying. So we right. felt like that was a real important feature. Um, the whole unit is, is made out of really uh, heavy gauge tubing. You'll notice that it's, uh, it's fairly heavy. Now the ramp is, is, uh, is, is really well constructed. So not a lot, another, another issue with trailers is that the, uh, the ramps will bend backwards, mm. you know, as you use from them. the They're, tires, the wheels, from, the weight of the mower, the weight of the machine yep. on the mowers that you run up and down the trailer. So uh, a lot of those ramps are made out of angle iron. Ours is made out of tubular steel. Mm. It's 11 gauge wall. It's basically what mower frames are made of. It's, it is. <laughs> it's very similar. It Let's just put that out yes, there. That's right. I just, it just clicked on my head because of, like I've been seeing a lot of mowers lately and we've been seeing a lot of manufacturing things, a lot of tubular, uh, you know, yeah. features here. And I'm like, wait a minute, that, it's just like the frame of some of these mowers out here. Yep. Yep. So a uh, tube is always stronger than a, you know, than a angle iron or a piece of flat bar. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's really good materials on it. So the, the other thing that we're really proud of, White and I are both really proud of this is, um, this product is uh, supporting local jobs right here in the USA. Nice. So we, we buy, so resource manufacturing is buying American made steel. Um, and, and there's a whole host of jobs that this entire, uh, enterprise, uh, supports from the, from, from resource manufacturing, which is, um, handling all the, all the, uh, manufacturing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, you know, all the way through, um, our, our, uh, our, our company, um, the, you know, the ramp rack selling these units, uh, through our dealers. And, and, uh, so there's, there's a, you know, an enormous amount of, uh, value that's bringing to our local community. So yeah, we, we'd never want to 
outsource it. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's there's a lot of a lot of that going around, like the made in America and all yep. that. You know, made in the USA. I mean, that's there's really something to be said about that for sure. And and not only that, but I mean, it's it's like a lot of it's just local right here in Maryland. I mean, I tell you what, there's, there's a lot of innovation coming out of the the state of Maryland. You know, the the Maryland boys are are, are crushing it. You know, you got. Um, mulch mate, truck mate, cart mate, you know, Nick, Nick Carlson and his team over there. And, you know, we got Wyatt and, and his team here, you know, you guys just doing, doing your thing with the ramp rack and a lot of good stuff. I, I, I have both things, you know, I have truck mate, cart mate and ramp rack. So when I'm in down in Virginia, people are like, where, what, where'd that come? Where'd you, I'm like those Maryland boys, I'll tell you what, they're only a few hours away and they're killing it up there, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. um, but yeah, you guys are doing a great job and that's, that, that's awesome yeah. for sure. Oh, one more thing I wanted to add is that, uh, if, if you have an old truck, the ramp rack makes it look good. I was going to say that. Thank you for bringing that up because that was one of the, I forgot to grab my notebook to jot these notes in the fly so I can come back to them. But yeah, I was, when Wyatt said that, I was thinking the other thing is it also adds the value to your truck. It makes yeah. it look a little bit nicer and you got this sharp ramp rack on yeah. there for sure. Yeah. And it also adds to the durability and just makes it, you know, it just overall, it's just, it's just a good thing right there. So absolutely. And it'll, it'll make you more money. Yeah, so. it makes you more efficient and and more money and and you know it can also if you use it as your branding as well it can also add to add to that you know because until everyone has one I guess you know you're you're going to stand out because most people are pulling trailers or whatever their scenario is and and yep. and if you have a ramp rack it's what regardless of what color you know if you just get the black that it comes in standard or if you want to get the green or any other um customized colors that you can work with the ramp rack on and um you're going to stand out no matter what color because it's just something that's not normally seen and it's just a really efficient looking set, especially when you have the racks on there, trimmers, uh, blowers, all that stuff. So yeah. it's really eye-catching for sure. Yeah, so we have a uh, a nameplate on the back of the uh, the ramp, mm -hmm. and a lot of people probably don't know this, but we'll actually let you put your own company name on that. Too. Oh, nice! Private branding, so sweet. Yeah, I didn't even know that. What the heck, you guys are holding out yeah. on me here? But <laughs> I've had guys coming behind me taking pictures or typing in the rampbrack.com. I'm like, gosh, man, these <laughs> these people. Like, I, I've had people stop me at red lights and ask me, like, what, wow. like pull up next to me, like, what is that? And I I, I feel like just saying the ramp rack like just pointing to the thing that it says the ramp rack on the side but you know i just we just have a little conversation at the red light and i mean gas stations constantly people are talking to me customers ran, just random people walking by what is that it's definitely eye-catching for everybody so that's a sweet somebody's making some money right there somebody's <laughs> thinking i'm like yeah them maryland boys i'll tell you what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for sure, it's a, it's it's a it's a great innovation for yeah, sure. So. All right, well, thank you so much, and uh, we really appreciate you using our product, and uh, it's really it's really great to meet another landscaper that is benefiting from it. So, thank you so much. Well, thank you. I appreciate you being on the show today. All right, we got Wyatt back on here. So, once again, this was an uh, an awesome. Well, I, I enjoyed the talk and. In listening to your story, I mean, I knew knew a lot about it, but mm -hmm. now the listeners know more details, and yeah, I always definitely. pick up some new things. And I definitely had a good time listening to the story again, and and the tour that you gave me of your whole operation and just everything. The whole idea is just great. And and I did want to end by saying uh, before we get to the pod decks, um, there's a lot of th there's something about like this, like maybe like the last few years. I'll just say five years, like the last five years. There's something about about that, that there's a lot of innovation in our industry. Definitely. You know, guys like yourself, yep. Nick Carlson, you know, even some of the, uh, some of different like mowing companies like yeah. Ed Wright, you know, mm -hmm. like they're really like kind of changing and, and evolving and coming up with new things that are like yep. very relevant within the last five years, like very reactionary and being proactive also and, and, and really just problem solving ultimately, right? Because mm -hmm. you're like, you know, there's got to be something better and you know, Nick's like, there's gotta be something better. You know, Ed's like, I can make something yep. better. You yep. know, like, we can design yeah, something better, you know, like what we enjoy doing. Yeah. yeah so. so that these Maryland boys, I swear, you know, <laughs> everybody is just crushing up here, but th there's other innovation out there too, all over the industry and other areas of the country too. And, and I just think like this, this is that time. This is the time for it. When you go to the GIE, you definitely see t tons of innovation out there. And, um, there, there just hasn't been a lot of that in the industry. I mean, when I first started seven, eight years ago, um, that, that's something I want to touch on too. Sure. Seven, eight years ago, you know, there wasn't a lot, any of this really, it was just kind of like the status quo, right? right. Same old, this is the way you do it. This is what you use and that's it. 
Yep. And like the last five years, like literally we've like kind of reinvented a lot of things, revolutionized a lot of things, making a lot of businesses, you know, operate more efficiently and making people's jobs a lot easier, less labor intensive, working smarter, not harder, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you know, or working smarter and harder is kind of right. like the new thing. Uh, so it's, it's just, it's just awesome. And thank you for, for pursuing this idea. Um, sure. but I also wanted to say, so you, you've been watching, you've been on YouTube or watching YouTube yep. since back in the day, right? You were yep. part, I remember, part of the community. <laughs> yeah. I remember some of your first videos actually. And you were one of the, uh, you know, the first, uh, YouTubers that I really, you know, tried to watch, uh, every video that you put out for a while because, wow, thanks. yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, um, it, it seemed like your channel, um, and there's a couple other ones out there that are, you know, business oriented right. and, and like all about the numbers or, or, you know, strategically trying to figure out the problems in your business and fix right. those. Right. Um, and then, you know, there's another group that seems like it's just more entertainment. Right. And, uh, like we talked about earlier, sometimes you end up getting drawn into those <laughs> right. entertaining videos, right. but they all have a place. Yeah. Right. So exactly. I just want to relax and be entertained. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. But I, yeah, I remember, uh, when we, we were trying to solve some of our, uh, first issues with our lawn care business when we first started. And I remember watching your videos and some of the others too. So, yeah. What, but, what, what draw you, drew you, um, mm-hmm. proper English, what drew you to YouTube? Like back then, like what, cause I know obviously what my, yeah. I was just redoing research mm-hmm. for my business. What about you? I think that's a lot of it, um, was research. So, um, we, uh, we had, we had like one and a half crews at the time. Um, and, uh, the job that I worked, it was actually like night shift on the computer. So a lot of times, uh, if we weren't busy, you know, I would spend that time trying to, to do research, trying to figure out, uh, the next, you know, the next step for the business. And, uh, I, what drew me to YouTube? It's kind of a hard question, but, uh, it was so yeah. long ago, right? Right. There wasn't one video that you remember particularly, or, I mean, cause I don't remember what I was actually researching, but I just mm-hmm. remember I was in general researching lawn care services and I how think, to price things. Yeah. And, and it might've even have been, uh, I was thinking about, you know, um, I had a full-time job and I was thinking at some point, you know what I mean? It would be interesting if I could do the lawn care business full-time. And, uh, I think it may have been a video about how you were like juggling, you know, part-time lawn care right. and, and full-time, right. you know, so I think that's probably what drew me in originally. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, and I think that's, I, and I, uh, it's important. The reason why I brought that up is just because there's a, I think there's a difference now. Like w- we found YouTube for a different reason seven, eight years ago versus what a lot of these folks are now. Mm-hmm. Like now it's just like, so in your face and you know, you just go on YouTube for one thing or research one thing and boom, YouTube's recommending all of this. And they kind of stumble upon the community that right. was in its infancy when we were back then watching it. And now it's like blown up to this budding, you know, growth mindset mindset community yeah. where you know everyone is just just like a big family and we're all trying to help exactly. each other exactly i mean i feel like i had a pretty big advantage just with all the knowledge on youtube when i started but you know somebody starting now there's yeah. so much more exactly. out there so. exactly yeah. i mean there's all the free services and there's all kinds of books and training programs yep. and all that out yep. there i mean none of that existed 7 8 years ago or there might have been a couple things but now it's just you, you can no get doubt. so much so much help and yep. uh, shorten the learning curve very fast and that's what it's about yeah, yeah definitely for so. sure all right well let's uh let's play the old pod deck game you know uh, some some <laughs> folks have uh, written in or have written in yeah something like that <laughs> uh um, on the reviews about the pod deck so i don't want to cool. don't want to uh leave that out yeah exactly yeah, i don't want people to feel like they got gypped you know yep. so so let's go ahead and and, uh, and uh, shuffle these cards all right let's do that one more time there we go cool deal <laughs> all right here let's pick uh so how does this work? Do I answer the question yes. or do I ask you, you? You read and answer the okay. question. Just all right, you. I'm perfect. sorry. I'm, I'm a bad host. Oh, it's all good. enough. <laughs> so it says, who are your heroes in real life? There you go. Uh, you know, I, um, that's a tough one. You know what I mean? Heroes They're in all real tough life. ones. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true too. <laughs> The, the funny part is we were going over this before the podcast yeah, and this is one and that popped one up. I'm cards. like, I hope I don't get that, that question because <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to answer it. But, uh, oh, no. no, you know what? I, I think, um, the heroes in real life for me are, you know, uh, 
blue collar workers. You know what I mean? People in the lawn care landscaping industry, people in, you know, in the steel mills, uh, welders, people that, that go to work every day and, and put in a full day and then some, you know what I mean? Uh, just to provide for their family and, uh, and do their part and, uh, you know, try to help their family climb the ladder. I think that's, that's probably who I would, I would think of as heroes. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Nice. But what about, uh, let's, let's, let's give you another chance here. All right. Try another one. Man, how many of these we got to do? We'll just do two. (laughs) Oh, what is your greatest regret? Oh, perfect. I think there's like three cards in here and, uh, yeah, they all repeat them. Yeah. There's like, there's gotta be like 30 of three different cards. (laughs) But, um, but no, as far as regrets go, I, I I can't really say that I have any regrets. You know what I mean? And I know that's a, that's a common answer probably for something like this, but you always learn from, from failing. So it's not necessarily the goal to fail. Um, but when you do, I think it's just, it's, it's, you know, a great opportunity to learn something from it. So that way, hopefully you can uh, do better in the future. I agree. And actually that's not a common answer. Most people actually think about stuff that they regret because, you know, they go to like negative things or bad things in their life. And, And rightfully so some, some, some of us or most of us or all of us have suffered some sort of pain and heartache in our life, you yep. know, that was a lot to us and maybe not as much to another person looking, looking at us like, really, that's not that serious, but we all have our own relative kind of pain points. And that might be the first thing that people jump to with regrets. But like I say to people, whenever they've asked me this question, uh, it, it, you know, all those things made me who I am today, as painful as they are. Mm-hmm. If I erase those things, something would be different about my life right yep. now. I mean, it might be good. Who knows? But I mean, either way, it'd be different, you know? So it's kind of sure. like, I don't know what it would be without it. And the grass is, you don't know if it's going to be green, greener on the other side. So exactly. just stick with what you got. Try not to make yeah. like catastrophic mistakes, but at the same right. time, you'll never, you never learn until you fail. So, right. cause then you're like, wait, that didn't work. Well, let's try something else. Yep, exactly. As long as you're still living, you're still walking and you just yep. keep getting after it, you know? And, exactly. Uh, so that's, that's that. Do you want to try another one? We you might feel, as well. You feel like you yeah. got, I don't you remember the third one that we looked at before well, there we you started go. So this, it doesn't so matter. We'll <laughs> All right. What are you currently curious about? There you go. Yeah, that's so. a good lighthearted one. See, <laughs> third time's the charm. <laughs> So I think the, you know, the thing that's most interesting to me is, uh, you know, the, that I'm, that I've been thinking a lot about recently is this, uh, um, like power rev- revolution, I guess you would say, or, you know, these electric vehicles coming into play. Um, and, and, you know, even some electric mowers now, yeah. um, robotically controlled mowers. Oh, and yeah. so I'm kind of curious, um, and, and been thinking a lot about how that's going to play into the future. You know what I mean? And, um, a lot of people have said, you know, that that's going to be terrible for, for jobs and everything like that, which that's, that's possible. Um, but if you think back, I mean, a hundred years, you know what I mean? When there were no, you know, vehicles, um, actually, I don't know when, I think it was like the early 1900s when, when they came out with the first, you know, automobiles. Um, so you know, there's always going to be, that, that's always going to be a constant thing and people are just going to adapt and evolve. So I've just been kind of thinking about that and curious as to where that's going to lead our industry. You know what I mean? Yeah, So, for sure. I, I, I yep. think there's a lot of people intrigued about that. What, you know, that battery powered, um, equipment in general, but then people yep. are like, oh, I'll never work for mowers, but it's like, yep. oh, they're, they're kind of working out. But yeah, like, you know, Ed Wright is partnering, you know, with a, a Greensy, I think it's called mm-hmm. for the, the autonomous mowers or whatever the thing you just just set it and forget it and you just watch it while it does its thing and what's cool about that is you can use it as a as a professional you know lawnmower right but then it also has the autonomous uh you know features built into it which is pretty sweet right exactly so you can just kind of work on something else while it gets this big open area knocked out for you or something it might be you know just kind of like a, a, a waste of, of your, your guy's energy. You know, you can put yeah. them on something else that is, is more worth the details versus just exactly. going back and yep. forth striping, you know, for 20 minutes. It's like, and man, I could be paying him for something more productive. Than they, they've got those details dialed in too yeah. on their mowers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so that's the only thing that, you know, and companies will evolve, but you know, that's the one thing that kind of concerns me about robotic mower companies, you know, slightly mm-hmm. is that, they haven't really been in this industry before. They're more like robotics companies that are right. trying to develop mowers versus mower companies that are trying to develop robotics. Right. You know what I mean? So, which, you know, this episode isn't promoted by sponsored by Wright. <laughs> Maybe I should contact Ed, but yeah. you know, he, he, um, 
you know, he, he, I feel like there's a little bit of difference there though, because Ed mm-hmm. is like, Ed makes the mower and exactly. then Greensy makes the ten- technology like to the best connect. Both, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, man, it's like a match made in heaven. I, I, those of you that want to know more about that, there's an episode with Ed Wright, uh, a few, a few episodes back. So a great episode where he, you know, he talks about that whole process, how it started. And literally it's almost like how you two found each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the exact same kind of thing where they were like, it was like they were meant to, to work together, you know, like the, the perfect mower with the per for the perfect, you know, software to come yep. together and create this new revolutionary thing in our industry. So, cool. um, but yeah. All right. Well, thanks. It's uh, getting late. We should, uh, yep. we should kind of wrap this up and, and um, enjoy the rest of our night and week yep. and, and good luck. Have a great start to your season. I know you, you have a, a lawn care business that's growing what you're, yep. you're going, trying to go for four crews this year. Yeah. So last year we actually had five and we're trying to just dial in a little bit better and yeah. get a little bit more focused. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm trying to spend more of my focus on the ramp rack. Right. And so, um, I have an office manager and have a field manager. So inherently there's, there's things that pop up, you know what I mean? That, right. that I've been dealing with still, but, um, trying to move more of my focus to the ramp rack. Uh, yeah. so that way we can continue to, to innovate and, uh, and grow, you know, nice. I mean? so well, thank you for letting me come up here and take some time out of your day to show me around and get you on the podcast. Finally. Definitely. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Neil. Yep. I just wanted to take a moment to thank today's show sponsor, The Ramp Rack. I personally have used The Ramp Rack for one whole season. It's been an, a game changer for my business. If you're looking to level up your lawn maintenance business, mowing crews, instead of pulling a trailer through all these tight neighborhoods, you can be super efficient time saving, just going from yard to yard, neighborhood to neighborhood without pulling a trailer, everything on your truck, utilizing the ramp rack. I've got a few different videos on my YouTube channel, LCR Lawn Care Rookie. You can check those out. Also, the ramp rack does a phenomenal job on their on their website, giving all kinds of information, pictures. You can reach out to them with questions. Go ahead and check out the ramp rack if you are looking to level up your lawn maintenance business like I did. All of their information and links are in the show notes. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.